A Day with the King is a 3ABN Australia television production developed to lead children through a study of the Bible and to grow in their understanding and love for God. We invite you to download your weekly study guide at adaywiththeking.com. So come on kids, join us now and each week for A Day with the King. I'm Auntie Cecily. And I'm Auntie Nat. And we're so glad you've come back to join us in our worship time. And it's great to have the children with us here. How's your week been? Yes, Bryce. I got to go to my Nan and Pop's play farm. His farm. And what's on the farm? There's chickens, goats and budgies. Oh, that's wonderful. I love visiting farms. And we've also got Teddy with us again on the sofa. It's lovely to have you with us, Teddy. Auntie, now could you please say a prayer for us to open our worship time? Sure, I'd love to. Dearest Heavenly Father, we just praise and thank your name that you've brought us safely through another week. We thank you that we're all here to open your Sabbath with you. And we ask a special blessing on the children watching at home. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Thanks, Auntie Nat. Now let's see what our next key to the kingdom is. Bethany, would you like to tell us? Share God's love. And what's the text? Matthew 20, 28. Thanks, Bethany. Ellen, could you please read that for us, that text? Sure. The Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. Thanks, Ellen. Over the past two Sabbaths, we've discovered why it is important to follow Jesus and to grow to be like him. One of the important ways we can follow Jesus' example is to share God's love with others. When we share God's love through helping and caring for others, really good things happen. Those whose hearts are touched by us sharing God's love with them have heaven opened to them. Also, when we share God's love with others, it helps us to grow to be more like Jesus. So there's nothing more exciting than satisfying than sharing God's love. Sharing God's love can be as simple as what these children are doing. This girl's helping somebody vacuuming. You know, you could help somebody who's elderly or not well and help them clean up their house. Or you could help them with the washing up or helping them in the garden or there's a number of things you could do, isn't there? So when we do things for others, God is honoured. For it says in Matthew 5.16, Let your light shine before men, that they may see your good works, and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Later in our Bible study, we'll learn of the service of Elijah, and how he humbly stood for God in a great crisis, and helped draw the people of Israel back to God. So as we spend time with the King this Sabbath, let's ask him for a spirit of love and service to bless others in our family and our neighbourhood or perhaps at school. Let's follow Jesus' example and share God's love. Thanks, Arnie Cecily. Sharing God's love not only blesses others, but is also a blessing to us. I can see that Brayden is here, and I thank you, Brayden, for sharing your music with us today. Hi, boys and girls. Let's sing This Is The Day.
Can we please sing this little light of mine? We certainly can. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Don't let Satan blow it out. I'm gonna let it shine. Don't let Satan blow it out. I'm gonna let it shine. Braden, can we sing Shine Just Where You Are? We certainly can. Let's sing it together. Shine, shine just where you are. Shine, shine just where you are. Send forth the light into the night. Shine for the Lord where you are. And again. Shine, shine. Thanks, Braden. Won't it be wonderful when we get to sing with the angels in heaven? And now it's time for another story from Dr. John. Do you want to see what Dr. John's up to in his study? Yes. Well, let's go and find Dr. John. Hello, boys and girls. Isn't it wonderful to be back together? And I want to say hello to all the boys and girls in China, because when you have a name like Poon Lim, You've got to be Chinese. I've got a picture of Poon Lim. He was quite handsome, well-dressed. But the last picture I show you in this story, he doesn't look nearly as well-dressed as this. He worked on a boat during the Second World War. So this story happened about 70 years ago. And he was on a boat called the Ben Lomond. He was second steward. And he was having breakfast one day and he didn't realize that a submarine had been following the boat and aimed a torpedo and fired it. And Poon Lim was having breakfast. And all of a sudden there was a massive bang and he was blown off his seat into the water and when he got to the surface and looked around, he was the only person there, the only survivor. He couldn't swim. At least he thought he couldn't swim. He dog pedaled. And he got onto a life raft. And we actually have a picture of his life raft. Just a little float and a roof. He had just a little bit of water and some biscuits. They only lasted a couple of days. And then he got nothing. Every time it rained, he would gather the water there and the canvas. He started to get hungry, so he undid a bit of the canvas and he made a fishing line. And he got a bit of a torch and he bent the wire around and he made a fishing hook. And he dangled it over the water, but no fish were biting. Why weren't the fish biting? What do you need? Bait. Right. 
he had no bait. What do you do when you've got no bait? He finally decided he was going to have to use part of his body. Which part would you use? He had a knife made from a bit of tin. There's always the ear. There's always a toe. He decided on a little finger. And so he looked at it, goodbye finger, put it in his mouth. And it was going to be really painful. All of a sudden he heard the flap of wings and there was a seagull landed just out of reach. Very carefully, he put his hand, it took him nearly half an hour, slowly, 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 and he grabbed it. You got a fright. You didn't get a biggest fright as a seagull. It might sound a bit yucky, but he drank the blood and he now had bait and he started to catch fish. And he kept a bit of bait every time and he fished some more. And every time it rained, he would gather a bit and he was on that boat, that little life raft by himself for 133 days. He set a world record and he finally was picked up by some fishermen on the far side of the ocean. Remember how handsome he was at the beginning? He's grown a beard and his clothes are ragged, but because he was so smart, he was able to walk ashore unassisted. And when he got home, because of his ability not to panic, he was taken to England and he stood before the King of England who gave him the British Empire Medal for being smart. And they got him to write a book on survival. But you know why he lived? not just because he was smart. He lived because he always believed that he would live. It is called faith. He said, no matter what happens, I will never ever give up the thought that I will be saved. Now there's a lesson there for us. We don't want to ever give up believing that we will be saved by the Lord Jesus Christ because many people die because they haven't got that faith. Thank you, boys and girls. Hello, welcome back. It's time for our Bible study. I hope you have your Bibles ready so you can follow along with us. Mia, can you please say a prayer for us before we commence our study? Dear Father, thank you for our Bibles in which we can learn so much about you. Help us to understand what we, can, we read in our Bibles. Please be with the children who are joining us at home. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Thank you, Mia. Now, Erin, what did we learn about last Sabbath? That the kingdom of Israel split in two after King Solomon died. Yes, it did, didn't it? And who was the wicked king that brought in Baal worship? King Ahab. Mm, and who was the prophet that God sent? Elijah. Elijah. Thank you, Erin. Wow. Now, Elijah was a wanted man and King Ahab had people out looking for him everywhere. But at this time, remember, there was a drought and it was very se severe. And we left off last week's study with God directing Elijah to go up to Zarephath, which was up in Phoenicia. Can you just show us where that is, Aunty Cecily? 
way up there. Thank you. Now, Erin, you're going to commence our reading today. Can you please read First Kings 17, 10 to 12? So he arose and went to Zarephath, and when he came to the gate of the city, indeed a widow was there gathering sticks, and he called to her and said, Please bring me a little water in a cup that I may drink. And as she was going to get it, he called to her and said, Please bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. So she said, As the Lord your God lives, I do not have bread, only a handful of flour in a bin and a little oil in a jar. And see, I am gathering a couple of sticks that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son that we may eat it and die. Oh dear, things are not good. Elijah told her not to be afraid and reassured her that her food would not run out. Caleb, can you please read verses 15 to 16? So she went away and did according to the word of Elijah. And she and he and her household ate for many days. The bin of flour was not used up, nor did the jar of oil run dry, according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke by Elijah. Mm, what an amazing miracle God performed. Now, after some time, the, widow, the widow's only son got sick and he died and she cried out in great distress to Elijah. Let's see what Elijah does. Bethany, can you please read 1 Kings 17, 21 to 22. And he stretched himself out on the child three times and cried out to the Lord and said, O Lord, I, my God, I pray, let this child's soul come back to him. Then the Lord heard the voice of Elijah and the soul of the child came back to him and he revived. Wow, so God through Elijah raised the widow's son to life. First King 18, First Kings 18, 1 tells us that the drought lasted three years and God told Elijah to go present himself to King Ahab, which would have been somewhere down at Samaria. Can you please show us Samaria, Annie Cecily? There we go on the map. Okay, Sophie, can you please read First Kings eighteen seventeen to 19? Then it happened when Ahab saw Elijah, that Ahab said to him, Is that you, O troubler of Israel? And he answered, I have not troubled Israel, but you and your father's house have, in that you have forsaken the commandments of the Lord and have followed the Baals. And now therefore send and gather all Israel to me on Mount Carmel, the 450 prophets, of Baal and the 400 prophets of Asherah who eat at Jezebel's table. So where was Elijah wanting everyone to go? To Mount Carmel. Carmel. Annie Cecily, can you please show us where Mount Carmel is on the map? Way up there on the point. So King Ahab summoned all of Israel to Mount Carmel. Elijah spoke to the false prophets and proposed a test to see who was the true God. Let's see what he said to them, Matthew. Can you please read 1 Kings 18, 25 to 26? Now Elijah said to the prophets of Baal, Choose one bull for yourself and prepare it first, for you are many and call on the name of your God, but put no fire under it. So they took the bull which was given them, and they prepared it and called on the name of Baal from morning, eve till noon, saying, O Baal, hear us. But there was no voice, no one answered. Then they leaped about the on the. Uh, then they leaped about the altar, which they had made. Yeah, well done, Maddie. So the false prophets prepared an altar to their so-called Baal god and called out to him all morning, 
to come and consume their sacrifice. Did he show up? No. no. Let's see what Elijah said to the Mia. Can you read 1 Kings 18, 27 to 29? And so it was at noon that Elijah mocked them and said, Cry aloud, for he is a God. Either he is meditating or he is busy or he is on a journey, or perhaps he is sleeping and must be awakened. So they cried aloud and cut themselves, as was their custom, with knives and lances, until the blood gushed out on them. And when midday was past, they prophesied until the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice, but there was no voice, no one answered, no one paid attention. Wow, so those false prophets got themselves so worked up around their altar, they actually cut themselves and screamed and carried on until they were absolutely exhausted. Their behaviour really shocked the Israelites and they finally realised what they had been worshipping. If we were to read on, Elijah called the people to come close to him and he quietly and reverently prepared his altar. He got three lots of water and poured it all over the sacrifice. Let's see what happened. Auntie Cecily, can you please read 1 Kings 18, 36 to 37. And it came to pass at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophet came near and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac and Israel, let it be known this day that you are God in Israel and I am your servant and that I have done all these things at your word. Hear me, O Lord, hear me, that this people may know that you are the Lord God and that you have turned their hearts back to you again. Now, did Elijah leap and yell around his altar? No. no, he just knelt down and prayed to God. Erin, can you please read 1 Kings 18, 38 to 39. Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice and the wood and the stones and the dust, and it licked up the water that was in the trench. Now when all the people saw it, they fell on their faces and they said, The Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. Wow. So God accepted the sacrifice and God's fire came down from heaven and even burnt up the stones and the water. All of Israel finally repented and acknowledged God as the true God. Even though the false prophets witnessed the great power of God, they still chose not to repent and they died for their sins. If we were to continue to read, Elijah went and prayed to God to send the long-awaited rain. Let's see what Elijah told his servant. Caleb, can you please read 1 Kings 18, 43 to 44? And said to his servant, Go up now, look toward the sea. So he went up and looked and said, There is nothing. And seven times he said, Go again. Then it came to pass the seventh time that he said, There is a cloud as small as a man's hand rising out of the sea. So he said, Go up, say to Ahab, Prepare your chariots and go down before the rain stops you. Wow. So Elijah prayed how many times? Seven. Seven times before his servant came back and told him that he could see a dark rain cloud in the distance. Elijah persevered in prayer and didn't give up. Let's have a look at our memory verse in Colossians 4.2. And for the boys and girls at home, Colossians is in the New Testament. Let's read that together. Continue earnestly in prayer being vigilant in it with thanksgiving. 
So we are also encouraged to pray and not to give up. Well, the rains came and the drought was broken. When King Ahab told Jezebel that her prophets had failed, she was furious. Jezebel was so angry that she threatened to have Elijah killed. When Elijah heard the news, he ran all the way to Beth Beersheba. Let's have a look at on our map. Annie Cecily, can you show us at Jezreel? And he ran all the way down to Beersheba, which is about 140 kilometers, where he left his servant. And then he went a day's journey out further in the wilderness. Bethany, can you please read 1 Kings 19, 5 to 6? Then as he lay and slept under a broom tree, suddenly an angel touched him and said, Arise and eat. Then he looked, and there by him, by his head, was a cake baked in coals and a jar of water. So he ate and drank and lay down again. Mm, thanks, Bethany. So God in his mercy sent an angel to minister to Elijah. Verse 7 tells us the angel fed Elijah a second time. The food the angel gave Elijah was so good that it sustained him for 40 days as he traveled to Mount Horeb or Mount Sinai, as it is known. Here God spoke to Elijah and told him that he had more work for Elijah to do. Even though Elijah ran away, God still loved him and still wanted to work through him. Let's have a look at our torchlight, Mrs. White's writings, to see what they shine on what we've been reading. Sophie, can you read that for us, please? He who was Elijah's strength is strong to uphold every struggling child of his, no matter how weak. Of everyone he accepts loyalty, and to everyone he grants power according to the need. In his own strength, man is strengthless, but in the might of God he may be strong to overcome evil, and to over help others to overcome. Satan can never gain advantage of him who makes God his defense. Thanks, Sophie. What an encouragement to us. Thank you, boys and girls, for reading along with us. We have a devotional available that goes into more depth on what we study today. Here's how you can get that. Hey, boys and girls, as Auntie Nat said, you can get your own devotionals. Yes, you can download them free from our website at adaywiththeking.com. And Anna, we can't forget to tell the kids to check out Teddy's blog. We have some behind the scene photos of filming the program. Yes, and we also have some photos of Teddy going on his annual visit to the vet. We love to hear where around the world you're watching the program from, so drop us a line and let us know. Get a pen and write down our email address now, dwk at 3abnaustralia.org.au. So, so hop online today. Thanks, Kate and Anna. Yes, boys and girls, we'd love to hear from you. Drop us an email and say hello. Auntie Nat, can you tell us what we're going to be studying about next week? Yes, sure. Next Sabbath, we're going to study about a few different things. One of the things we're going to look at is someone going to heaven in a fiery chariot. Can you guess who that was? Come back next Sabbath and we will study about that. Auntie Cecily, shall we go over our memory verse that we learned in our study today? Yes. Let's say it all together, children. Colossians 4, 2. Continue earnestly in prayer being vigilant in it with thanksgiving. Ellen, we've come to the end of another worship time. What did you learn about the King today? We can share God's love by helping others. Yes, and that's what Jesus did when he came to this earth. Jesus came to serve. That's why Jesus' sacrifice was so great. Auntie Cecily, are we ready to sing our blessing song to the children at home? 
Yes, would you like to turn around so we can sing to our children at home? about the 12 spies and how Caleb and Joshua stood up in front of everybody. My favourite story in the Bible is Mary and Joseph and baby Jesus because he's the saviour of the world. You've been listening to a production of 3ABN Australia Television. God bless you kids and remember to join us next week.